So, you know, I called him. I said, are you still waiting outside my apartment? And he's like, yeah, Chinese food. I'm like, there's an ambulance around the corner. I'm in the ambulance. <laughs> and and, and then, so then you hear a knock on the ambulance door after a few minutes and it opens up. And Sable was like, oh, Chinese food? He's like, yeah, Chinese food. And hangs my, my bag of guilt, into the, my bag of shame and guilt into the, into the ambulance. And she takes and gives it to me. He's like, here's your Chinese food. And I was like... Uh, I think you are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello and welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast. My name is Crofton Steers. I am the McDonald's of this podcast, if you will, the franchise with me. As are with me every week are my two co-franchise holders. I'm talking about the subway of this podcast, Mike Hodgins. Mike, how are you? Always fresh. Oh, hi, Jared. And and uh, now, is he a pedophile? God damn it! <laughs> and of course, the Kentucky Fried Chicken of this podcast. I'm talking about Mo Schwartz. Yeah, boy, come <laughs> get you some chicken, Southern style. I feel that this is pretty close to perfect. I don't I know what, so. what, what. Now, what does Colonel Sanders talk like? Is he a Gentile Southerner? That's what Southerner? I, should be doing? I don't think you're using more Texas. Um, well, Texans are from the South. It's a different kind <laughs> Thank of you, South. <laughs> He's more like I do declare this chicken is fat, fat. I think your Subway recipes are delicious, except they're missing one key ingredient, and that's chicken grease. You need to put at least 500 grams more of chicken grease in each of your subs. Well, this this analogy went off the rails pretty quick. It was brought to you, listeners, by our infatuation with the the, the Nugs for Carter – uh, social media phenomenon, which we were discussing pre-show. Um, but that aside, we apologize for you know missing a week. We have busy, busy lives, and we we try to get these these solid episodes out as often as we can. And now we're all I feel in good spirits today. So I, my my gut tells me full of Big Macs tells me this is going to be a good one. Yeah, I feel, I feel like it's a it's a day where I would order a foot long. That's what it would be like today. It's yeah, a good day. <laughs> yeah, you I hope would order we, a foot long. I hope we get back on track, though, and get back to our weekly. I mean, we've been, like, week on, week off because of I know. Like we do, we various do what, life things, but, you know. We do what we can. Uh, speaking of, of what we can, uh, what have you gentlemen uh, been up to lately in the past two weeks? Oh, you know. Maple syrup season, baby. Oh, it's tapping time for Mike. This is exciting. This is the time of year when when Mike has – more tweets than usual and by more i mean like one more per week than usual because there's a sweet Tweet? photo of you tapping maple trees tapping Where? that tree sorry didn't you say it was maple season did i tweet that yeah you've tweeted photos of um oh, you cooking it in the big cauldron and tapping the trees this is sweet this is an exciting time of year for mike and for fans of mike on the show Give him a follow at <laughs> mlhodgins.com and say hi to him. And don't forget to put the hashtag Nugs for Carter in the Yeah, because it fits right in. I've been spending time in the woods helping helping my friend and Crofton's friend Robert. Well, and Bo's friend, too. Uh, he's got a big wood lot. And then uh, we tap the trees for the maple syrup. It's fun times. Sweet. We built maple like syrup. this hillbilly boiler for this new boiler we got. It's like made out of basically a big pile of bricks that we set this this big pan precariously on top of, but it like kind of looks kind of awesome. But if so there was like I, a strong wind, the whole thing might fall apart. So I like, is I've been watching a lot of playoff hockey right now, which, you know, I would argue is, you know, stereotypically Canadian thing to do. You're making a ton of maple syrup or doing that, which I would argue is a stereotypical Canadian thing to do. Bo, what sort of stereotypical Canadian thing have you been up to? Um, playing video games, uh, recording podcasts. <laughs> saying uh, a, a lot, a, a so, yeah, yeah, the a, a, a and saying oot and saying. Have Ur. you been complaining about the weather? Uh, no, weather's perfect. Weather's been perfect. Man, this you're is... not. You're like an American. 
What are you talking about? This is this is perfect Canadian weather. This never. You haven't mentioned one Canadian thing that you've summers. done in the past two weeks. I'm a horrible, horrible Canadian. Like culturally speaking, or in the self hatred, that'll do. <laughs> so, no, you should have. Well, if you had apologized, I would have accepted it. Yeah, I do apologize a lot, so I guess you could say oh, I've been apologizing. Speaking of Canada, uh, happy 420, guys. It's uh, we're recording. It's uh, it's the uh, reefer day uh, of weed. You know, um, the uh, the weed day. What would happen? Does that happen in the states? Like so, for any American listeners, basically a thousand people go to or more go to Parliament Hill, equivalent of the I don't know what it would be the equivalent, not the White House, I guess, but you know, yeah, Congress, equivalent. whatever, and sit there and smoke weed in the face of police officers, <laughs> and no one does it; they just let them do it. It's it's been going on for years. But yeah. it, it's funny because it's like 420 is is you know they, they recognize that in the states. I think it started with these kids that smoke behind a whole, uh, yeah, but do they do it on the lawn of like, no, no, obviously not. But like this year is interesting for us because we're going to be like legalizing weed, uh, which is, uh, I think there's legislation that's being tabled or whatever, but it's pretty, pretty big deal. It's one of those things that you just felt never was going to happen, even though it made so much sense. But, uh, but yeah, one kind of interesting time. thing that I heard is sort of the fallout of it is like so it's going to be legal in like a year apparently, uh, but there'll be no amnesty for anyone who has a criminal record uh, for like small amounts of weed uh, after that. So if you had a criminal record which prohibits you from applying for certain jobs or all that kind of stuff, uh, like say you get arrested, charged yeah, by yeah. a cop two months before this thing takes an action, that will remain on your record. But you can you can apply. There's a system they have in place to apply for amnesty for or for your criminal record to be, but they won't automatically do it. Which I don't think that they should. Like if there's something that's a law, and until it's no longer law and you break the law, well, you know that's what the criminal record. I call that bullshit. But whatever. Nah. Whatever. I think it's good. All right. Speaking of giving verdicts. <laughs> yeah. Fuck those people. Let them rot. <laughs> speaking of good and 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 bullshit and bad, uh, I think it's time to uh, pick up a random topic Mike, and give it to you. Uh, it's verdict. up to you. We're waiting on you. Are you ready to, to give us our topic we, by pulling? I just want to point out, we just basically had a mini one. I said that uh, the lack of amnesty was bullshit. Crofton said it was good. Bo, where do you stand? Amnesty. I, th- I would just go all out and say bad. I mean... Come on. All man. right, perfect. We got a full spread. All right, now pull the machine. All right, Mike, you better go. <laughs> Crofton's getting answer. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, the topic today is wealth. Hmm. Oh, we've definitely touched on this. We've done money. money. We've done money. I'm pretty sure was the topic. Yeah, we've definitely we've done money. We've done. Have we done capitalism? I think so. Yeah, it certainly fits in. Is it redundant? But yeah, whatever. Wealth. It's fairly redundant. But I mean, well, I don't know that it is because money. You know, you'd be like, okay, money's a money's a tool. You know, I we talked about that. Capitalism is a system. And I feel like wealth is more like where it lies. Like yeah, so so, like, so like we can talk about capitalism being self-serving, uh, and we can talk about money being the system through which we barter trade. But we can talk about the concept of wealth in that, in a pool of people in a society, you can be someone who is who has more than what is required for a satisfactory life. Let's put it that way. Is that way. what you're defining as wealth? Because I, I don't yeah. know that I would define well, it. As... It's, an, it's, it's an abundance, right? Like, like yeah, wealth... like Donald Trump's like, I have more than satisfactory life. Is like, well, no, that's not the, wealth. Like, the problem wealth with is... that definition is that it's highly subjective, right? Someone rich can be like, I don't have enough. Who are you to tell me that, yeah, that right. my $10 million is enough to sustain me and my family? Like, But if you take a sample group of people, let's say the population of Canada, and posit that, one percent have more than the remaining. Let's say ninety-nine percent. One could define that as wealth. And that's also like you—you guys are talking to money, but you could say like I have a wealth of knowledge. 
Because yeah, I do. But I mean, it said that there was a qualifier with the with the topic that said, you know, financial, monetary. We're not talking like I have a wealth oh. of friends. Bo Schwartz has a wealth of Twitter followers, whereas I am quite poor in that respect. <laughs> see, uh, we're see, not talking about that. We're talking monetary, financial. Well, see, I didn't know about that. Or is there any other asterisks on this topic? No, that those I need are the to two. No. Okay. <sighs> I feel like it includes assets. You know, you got sure. like. You own lots of property, you got lots of uh, stocks and bonds and money and inheritance and all that it makes you a wealthy person. Financially wealthy. Yes. That does, <laughs> it, it, I'm yes, just saying it does, it totally, if you eliminate all the other stuff, it feels really redundant to it's stuff just, we've already talked wealth about. Wealth can be used as an adjective in a number of poetic ways as we do in the English language, but I'm, you know, wealth to <laughs> me could be you have zero dollars, but you have like a ton of land. And you well, because then you would still be wealthy even if you had zero dollars. Because the concept it's the, it, it's based kind of on the concept of property. Like if if you own things, you have options and agency in, in the group. Which we talked about private property so, too. So when you have a ton of it, is what we're talking is basically it's like this. We know there are people who do not have much in wealth and thus have limited options to a happy life. Or, you know, happiness, including taking care of loved ones, things like that, whatever that sort of means. And then we have folks who have more than they can spend necessarily to achieve this goal, more than they need. And so is that why is that allowed? Well, see, basically, why is that allowed? So I think this topic is is. Very, it's like one of those ones where Mike goes on about it being very like, well, it depends, you know, uh, and uh, <laughs> and it's, yeah, you know, circumstantial a lot, a lot. Like for example, if you're if you're uh, using the when you use the term wealthy, like when you talk about money, when we did money or private property, mm-hmm. when we use those individual terms, mm-hmm. like that's those are things that you can own, and if you have a lot of something you could be considered as wealthy but that what is considered wealthy in any given area of the world or place varies tremendously based on mm-hmm. how you know what is what is valued in those areas um and uh and just like the cost of living all those sort of things so somebody that has a million dollars sounds like a lot of money in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, <laughs> and somebody that has a million dollars in Nairobi uh, probably have different levels of wealth, like um, sure. at least in in terms of how they definitely they... agreed it's it's relative, right? So, but but the term is 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 uniform in the sense that like if you are wealthy, if you have wealth in in a particular area that means that you are above the i would imagine above what would be considered the average in that area so like if somebody's somebody in vancouver is considered you know a a wealthy vancouver resident then you were assuming that they have that term to me i would assume that they have you know a higher yeah but i think it's gotta be enough higher like if average is you know in any given area, acts and someone has like you know fifty dollars more than that. I feel like you got to be quite above the average. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think you have to be in the top ten percent or something to be really wealthy. Uh, you know, and we often talk about you have here the one percent and who are they really referring to? And I know it, it's the, the uber wealthy, but and that there's yeah. a lot of wealthy people still below that as well. But again, if like average incomes are like, you know, just say for families, I'm just making up a number, 50,000 and you make 75, I don't know that you're wealthy compared to the 50 people. You're better, slightly better off. I wouldn't say it's wealthy, but if you are worth, you know, if the average is 50,000 a year and you make a million a year, I'm like, okay, I would say you're wealthy compared to to someone who makes $50,000 a year. So, and I think you're right that it is highly contextual depending on where you are, what your money buys, what you get with that. Um, see, see, so. it, it, it's such a strange concept to me because, like, the idea of wealth, and I think it, it it's problematic for a lot of people, because I like to think of, as a baseline, like we're a part of a community or a country that whose laws are intended or designed at, at some level to ensure the basic human rights and needs are met of all the people in the group, 
right? Like if, uh, you know, we go to lunch, the three of us, and let's say I'm like, uh, I show up and I'm like, guys, I'm just broke. I can't eat. I'm not having anything. You guys are going to be like, no, we'll get you breakfast. You came out for lunch because you want everyone in your community to have their basic needs met and get some eggs and some bacon, right? But the idea behind wealth is like, well, yes, like I have enough for breakfast and Mike has enough for breakfast, but then Crofton, he orders 200 eggs and he puts 188 of them in his pockets for no reason, just to save for later or whatever. And, and, and like ours, because we we're, we're not in sort of this communist uh, social structure where we say, okay, you get your breakfast, you get your breakfast, you get your breakfast. We've designed our system to have self-agency within it. We've allowed for one of the, one might say shortcomings or one might say positive benefits is to amass more than we need for a happy life within our group, within our group of friends having breakfast. And just for the record, while Bo's like super hunkery, I'm taking all those extra eggs and I'm just breaking them in front of him. Some of them I'm just rubbing on my body in his face. I'm not going to lie. This was somewhat inspired by true events, but you know. Yeah. That's why Crofton has such excellent skin. (laughs) It's all that raw egg he's rubbing in. But uh... (laughs) it's true. No, I, uh, I get like, I get your point, Bo, which, which brings me to asking like, if all of us, let's say, go into socialism or whatever, if everybody had was consi- had wealth, like we're talking about wealth, like if you, if you were, if everybody was wealthy, mm-hmm. would nobody be wealthy, or is it just that everyone would be wealthy? And if everybody is wealthy, wouldn't that be good? No, right. I, like, I think it's. I think if you if it's an overabundance of resources within your community i think it's possible for everyone to be wealthy i just think you always scale it up to the next level which is like everyone in our country is wealthy well we're we have slavery (laughs) and we're screwing some other country or continent out of something um i just don't i just it's not that there isn't an abundance of resources on the planet at the moment in terms of human context i just think that it takes work and means of production and humans to get there and there isn't an abundance of that necessarily can't live both a life of leisure and a life of hard it is, work. It is an interesting question, though. Does wealth exist if everyone, if everyone's wealthy or, or, or living standards are high and people's needs are met, they have more than they need? Are we all wealthy or does it only exist in, in juxtaposition to the people who, have, who don't have it? And I, I mean, I think it's like – I think of it more in that latter sense that it does – at least in the way – you know, because think of the world, way the world is now. It's just like we define wealth by people who have stuff, who have a lot of stuff. You know, like trying to keep it simple and not get into like, you know, ideas of who has more eggs. But just like who's a wealthy person? You know, someone you live in a big house, you make a lot of money, you know, you own a lot of stuff. And so essentially think... you have resources and a lot of other people don't. I feel like it's as simple as is that. And again, coming back to like, is that good thing? Or is it bad or is it bullshit? Well, well I want to add on to that a little bit because, because I think accompanying wealth in the sense that you have means also comes leisure. I think like the two are inextricably linked. I think that I think wealth is, is one of the hallmarks of wealth on a broad scale, not whether you have the latest phone every year or clothes from a very expensive place, like is the capacity for leisure and the capacity for agency, the capacity to decide to do nothing. A uh, single mom with kid can't decide not to go and work the next day. She's got to feed her kid and the rent's going to come due or they get evicted and problems ensue. Right. And, and, and I think wealth and the dream of wealth is associated with leisure and ease. So I'd almost say if we were all wealthy, we'd all be engaging in leisure, which means no one's going out hunting. So no one's eating and guess who starves. So I, I think when you, when you said the words like we have to look at the world, the way the world really works is procuring food requires labor. And that requires actual intensive amount of time. If you don't spend any time in your day, I know I do, procuring food, everything comes out of a bag in a grocery store or a box. You maybe lose touch with the sense that a lot of man hours were spent transporting, growing, you know, producing the food that I consume. And at a certain level, even though I work at a job and I, I, my time, my days are full with productivity and video gaming, 
that I actually live. I actually live quite a leisure-filled life. I live a wealthy life. Oh yes, too many really? in the world. And so, anyways, the point being that le- leisure, the idea, the principle of leisure has to come into the conversation with wealth because I don't. Well, I, don't have, I mean, I, I don't. I don't. I sort of disagree with that. Like, I think that like you can like wealth is is. You can use it for a lot of things, but like it seems like some of the hardest, you know, working people in the world are who are never satisfied or never enjoying their their wealth per se are just like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna, you know, do more deals or or like I think of Jesse's Je, uh, my wife uh, has an uncle who who became a, a millionaire very early on running his own shop and he could have easily retired, but no, like they had to, you know, drag him into retirement. And on the, on the Hollywood side of things, you look at a guy like, like the rock who is, uh, you know, gets up at like 4am is like doing a bunch of stuff like the, you know, uh, the gym flying here and doing this show and then doing this and like never taking real time to, to enjoy his wealth. And then, like some of the people that have the least amount of wealth I know are the people that spend the most amount of time with their le- doing leisure. I, I, argue, I, I I'd argue that that's his leisure. That that you can well, label it as work. You can label something as work if it dovetails with your compulsion in life. Can but, I just jump jump in here? Mm-hmm. Because, but I think that this is, and I've heard this before, being the distinction between like some people say like you can be rich and not say wealthy. Uh, and I think the idea of wealth, like, like when I really think of, of wealth, I tend to think of like, uh, you know, inher- like say inherited estate born into wealth, like your family has massive money, you're like a Rockefeller or something like that. And there's so much wealth. The Rock. We, we talked about him. Rockefeller? The Rockefeller out in California. <laughs> okay, that joke. For uh, <laughs> in, in any case, but when I think of wealth, I think of that as kind of like transcendent of generations i think of monarchs as being exceedingly wealthy whereas someone you can you can be rich and then blow it right but like it seems like when i think of wealth i think that it persists more than just being rich like like if you win the lottery if you win 10 million dollars are you wealthy now or did you just get rich and i feel like those are kind of like worth teasing apart because i think they're they're a little bit different i mean it's the same kind of thing but i really feel like like wealth is almost like a machine that you're a part of, like a family that just keeps, like the Trumps, you know, where it's like his dad was well, rich, just keeps on coming down, and that they that is that wealth. is wealth in a way, but in the new rich versus old rich thing, I think the difference between winning the lotto and 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 money being handed down or whatever, it's the idea that like that money being handed down comes with businesses or land or whatever. If you have a constant way of generating money, if you don't just get a big lump sum, you could still I, – I would say like if you take that lump sum and put it into investments and you're making money off it and you're managing to live independently and have a great income coming in where you're living in a fancy house and all that, yeah, you're you're wealthy. But I think being wealthy involves like a, a, um, a generating aspect. Like it can't just be – here's here's money and now it's over that 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 money's got to perpetuate or well, that th- you know those, I'd those almost assets think of it like because we talked about capitalism and i i read a bit of some you know some marks and it's, there's almost like a really simple equation he has which which sort of is like sort of common people versus say capitalists or people with money and the idea being like so it's almost like an equation you have like you have uh capital well, let's not get into the equations here. But so, if you're a rich person, you're a wealthy person. There's a lot of math on this no, episode. You, You've it, already done algebra. It was going to be like fake X, math. It was like of, C plus. Think C. of so, someone who so sits on a just patent. Just wait. Let me finish. Let me just finish well, this. Finish uh, not saying the equation you set us all up just, for. Uh, just okay. I'll, well, I'll just. I'm going to say it out instead. Stop trying to cut in and be like, oh, I have a hundred eggs and Crofton eats thirty. I'm like, no, no. Just like <laughs> a hater. Egg hater. <laughs> so. So the bottom line is this. Okay, so if you're – I think – and I think this applies to, the, to this conversation. So like if you're a capitalist or, or in this case a wealthy person, you start with capital. So in the Marx context, you have money, you have resources. And then you use that to you know create something to sell products or your business whatever, and your end goal is to gain more capital, right? So that's yeah. what you wind up with, more wealth. But the equation for working people is the – it's like the reverse. It's like – you have no you have no capital you only have labor 
and then you sell that to get a little bit of capital, and then you use that capital, which very small amount, to then buy product again. And it's like, and then so it's like kind of reversed. Like wealth leads to more wealth, and if you don't have it, you're not going to get it. And that's sort of that's the Marx kind of equation. And I really so think, how many eggs do I end up with? You well, you're not wealthy, so none in the end. Uh, and uh, Bo, none. And me, hmm. no, none. I, I actually negative eggs. I owe eggs. Yeah, Just, yeah, you might owe. Actually, your children might owe. Like, I, owe, the I eggs. owe eggs, and in this type of society we live in, I become it's indentured servitude by virtue of what I owe. <laughs> effectively, it is. But, but I was actually listening to that, and it 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 does like it's funny when you say it like that. I'm like, oh yeah. That is what I'm doing. Like I am, you know. Yeah, you yeah. sell your labor to get the capital, and then you just use it to buy the things you need. But a capitalist has all the capital, and then they do the reverse to just get more capital. And it's kind of interesting because, like, you own you own a property in which, like, <laughs> the people that live there are paying rent. So you're not. It's instead of instead of like in my case, I'm you know selling my work. But in your in in that case, they're you're getting capital through other means, which is... I have to, I have to cut in and shout out Tondagosa in the chat room who says, we're talking about the eggs and the egg knots. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> the eggs and the egg knots. That was really funny. Uh, Wait, I don't get it. The eggs, the well, eggs and the, the egg knots. Are the egg knots like... The have-nots. People who don't have wealth. <laughs> because they don't have eggs? That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. We don't have eggs. We've we've lumped in the whole eggs uh, eggs wealth thing. We don't have the eggs together here. We but... don't have the extra eggs to procure more eggs I, for no reason bl- than the accumulation. I blame of Bo eggs. for this. Uh... Now, okay, let's get back on track here uh, and say so again. Coming back to like, is this good? Is it good? Is it good that there are people who start with wealth and then they have the option? You know, because because uh, the the dominant narrative in like the capitalist West is that, yes, we need those people. They're the captains of industry without their capital well invested through shrewd business techniques like Donald Trump. Did you guys know, incidentally, that he's a good businessman? Because apparently he is. Uh, he says a lot. And so anyways, you need those people because they're the job creators. And without them, everything falls apart. It's like Ayn Rand and the whole, like, you need that class of wealth because they essentially allow the rest of us to do something. And by withholding eggs, but, but effectively. Is that true? I'm like, but, but, I don't know. I don't but by withholding so. eggs, like if there were a mechanism in the system to say, once you have greater than X amount of eggs, you've got to put it back into, remember, we're all at the table having breakfast. So we want to make sure everyone gets a breakfast. So if you have like 80 breakfasts worth of food in front of you, <clears> and there's no law or nothing in there saying that you have to, you know, like they call, let me be a breakfast creator. Without me, you won't create breakfast. Well, then that person can be withholding. The power resides with them. It, it it effectively confers power. The wealth confers power through that means. And and There's... I know we don't want to talk about redistribution of wealth, but the idea being that we'll let the community decide what to do with excess in the community. Let's all decide what to do with Crofton's extra eighty breakfast breakfast that he has. Well, I think, wait, uh, I want to get too hung up on this analogy about breakfast because there was something interesting that Crofton said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mike doesn't like the uh, breakfast analogy. Well, I think it's often th- it's throwing my brain off because you keep talking about it. I'm like, okay, we're it's not complicated, talking. It's complicated, I know. I know No, it's is... not that it's complicated. It's that you're talking about an asset versus actually capital. But but the leisure the leisure point, I think, is what's interesting. Mm. Uh, because when Crofton was saying that um, – so if, say, if we – I think it was you that said I can't remember. But would we all be wealthy if if we all had leisure and choice and and that and that kind of thing? Would we all be would we all be wealthy? And and because some people would say that that's a real possibility with sort of automation and ideas about things like basic income which are starting to gain more prominence and being like, you know, as we lose jobs to automation, it actually is going to free us for leisure and choice in life to be like if if the main means of production are now essentially done by different types of AI and automation, now we have the choice to work less. And because we're all human and there's excess wealth that we just get paid a basic income and you can choose to like Bo play video games all day long or like me go and make maple syrup in the woods, do whatever you want. And is that choice? Is that freedom? Is that then wealth? But I think in the context, I don't know that it is. Just going back to the eggs. Oh, um, yeah, well. 
he, he, when Bo was making that, that <laughs> the, 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 not impressed. The, he made a really good point, and you're like, but the eggs. <laughs> I, but I just wait the eggs I, one minute. <laughs> no, but like what Bo said about the eggs and and like having them all in front of him and stuff like that makes me realize that the, the, the main concept is like. No matter how greedy I am, I'm still gonna like I can only eat one breakfast, right? Like I can only eat so much, and then like I can either like give these other breakfasts of eggs to other people, or they they you know they go in the trash because they're a finite resource. Money I get and and wealth is not like it's. But one thing I I've I've wondered about before is like and I'm I've not been in this situation and not none of the three of us have, even though I have much more wealth than other people i don't have so much that i independently wealthy that i can just you know enjoy doing whatever never have to worry about money take helicopter rides everywhere but there are people like it might mention them like the super rich and there's a high high amount of people that are very very wealthy like they just have more money than they can know what to do with or spend for that matter in their lifetime and sometimes you see these things where it breaks down like how much money does this person have for how many generations they wouldn't have to work you know just by inheritance and stuff and sometimes it's like super egregious and i've often wondered it's like if you have that much money like what what do you do like what is your goal now like where where are you like what is the idea of just continuously acquiring wealth to obnoxiously high degrees because it's like the and end I, in itself i'm talking about like 10 like let's say i had let's say i had 40 million dollars that sounds that's probably well enough for me to live in fancy luxury and i wouldn't even have to think about it so so like to have a hundred million or 200 million or 300 million or more it's like what is what is the point of that extra money at that like that like i mean i agree with you i heard some stat the other day some there was some hedge fund manager somewhere uh was making an hourly wage of a million dollars a million fifty-three thousand dollars an hour. It was what he was equivalent of making a year. And yeah, so to your point of like that's insane. But like I think for the wealthy, and again, this is what like Marx pointed out. If you're a capitalist, that's that is the goal. It's it's to make more because what you start with is for everyone else you start with nothing, and what your goal is to try to amass maybe enough wealth and comfort that you can retire and enjoy some time of leisure. But if you're a wealthy person, you start with all that wealth. And then, so what do you do with it? You basically take it and turn it into more wealth. That's how capitalism operates. And there are the capitalists and then there is labor and you're one or the other, basically. But I'm sure so there I feel are like those what people... you say, like, what's the point? That's the point more. There's never enough because you start with it probably more. Many of these people start with it. And you just want to make more. Yeah, I, I think you don't have to be born into it to get to that point in your lifetime either. Uh, that does happen as well. And and I would add that um, that to me this is this is like video games before video games were a thing. Like it's a game. Like I think this is viewed as participating in a game. Like if you play poker, the stakes can be very real if you bet your entire fortune on a hand. And if you're betting these, that might be addictive to bet large amounts. And I think that when you engage in business and you put up capital with the hopes of gaining more capital, but there's a bit of risk associated with it, which means you could lose out. Winning the game has satisfactory implications for the people involved in it. And then there's a whole culture, a business culture built up around engaging in this game. And no one talks about it like it's a game. They talk about it like it's life itself. And belonging but to it's that like, club is it's very like a point appealing. scoreboard almost. Like it's like a scoreboard. Like I remember, sure. like Vince McMahon, who is uh, the Rock's <laughs> previous employer. The Rock, of uh, runs, I got it. Yeah, runs uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. He he. One part of his big shtick was referring to himself as a billionaire. You know, and he's a billionaire, whatever. Like sometimes Donald Trump would be on. They literally had a match together, and then that would be like the battle of the billionaires, and. Um, but the reality is they they release these lists, these public available lists of like billionaires or whatever, and Vince McMahon fell off that list. Like he was, you know, like whatever, 970 million or something, but like not 
a billionaire and that was like oh my god he's no longer a billionaire and it seemed to and you know and annoy him or whatever because it's like a scoreboard and you just drop down the scoreboard so to your game illusion like maybe it's people are just acquiring this wealth to 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 ratchet up their score to be known as and then like you've got guys like Bill Gates who is for the longest time being the richest guy in the world he donates to all these sort of philanthropic organizations and and fighting malaria in Africa all this sort of stuff but he still got crazy amounts of money like he gets a lot of recognition for the the money and work and efforts that he's doing but he still has his wealth is still obscene his personal wealth um and a lot of that is being constantly refilled through stocks and and that it's just um it just feels like uh there's no way you can spend it all and so if you're not paring down to at least like a reasonable amount of wealth then it becomes everything above seems obnoxious and like my verdict is likely skewing negative partly because of that but on the other hand selfishly individually if you told me i could be wealthy like like wealthy to the independently wealthy so like the example bo was giving of not working again or whatever and just like focusing on whatever i want to focus on if i want to go on a trip i can afford it no problem i want to stay somewhere nice i can do so no problem that sounds like there's an aspirational quality i think it appeals to us all definitely appeals to me like i'm like oh wow that sounds great for me personally and my family personally i would love that um then to go if you're like well crofton we can make you a super billionaire so well i'm like well okay but what do i need all this extra stuff for you know like i i don't i don't get it yeah yeah i mean i i can i relate a fair about a bit to that because i mean on the one hand i'm quite anti-capitalist and and anti-wealthy basically but essentially i'm kind of operating under a uh, like it's like I'm implicit in that structure. Like like so as you mentioned earlier, I, someone I don't think you said it outright, but like I'm I sort of have a little capitalist game going on because I own uh, a couple of rental properties, right? So I, uh, I mean I only got that wealth through working a job and saving a lot of money, and then I put it into you know rental in- income, and again my whole reason to doing this was that. Because I feel like I I don't own any of these properties, but I always had in my head of like, oh, if I paid off these rental properties in 25 years, then I'll just get money from rental every month. And I'm like, wow, I wouldn't have to do anything and I would work. I mean, I'd, I'd have to do something. I'd have to keep up the properties, but I mean, that's not full-time work, right? So I'm like, this might happen by the time I'm retired, but I was more thinking about it in terms of like, I wish the sort of that that had happened to me, that that I had had like, you know – the choice to do whatever I wanted instead of just like get get a job and work for twenty years, so I think of that for like um, I have a kid now and I, and I think you know I don't want him to be like a wealthy snot who 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 feels entitled and doesn't uh, doesn't know the value of work or whatever. But I like the idea of being able to leave him wealth in the sense of like options and choice in life to be like if you manage this bit of wealth that i have helped create through in my life your life could be better so So, even though like there's one part of me that hates wealth i'm kind of operating in a way to i'm hoping to be able to give my son a a sense of and back to this idea of freedom or leisure which i think is sort of related to it at least the way i view it so that he could decide like look i don't want to work much or maybe i want to do some artsy thing that's not going to make any money but because of this wealth i have i can just I can live a decent life through the income it generates. And, and, and did you did you ever evict those orphans? Uh, and, no, and, no, no orphans. The starving yes. mother, Don't run no? an orphanage. Um, but, uh, <laughs> the starving mother and I, her orphans. I, 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 need, no. I need to I need to follow up to what Mike said because I think I think that's important right there. What Mike is doing is because we're talking about wealth strictly in the context of how we know it in a capitalist democratic society we're with goodwill between all of its citizens who obey the law that kind of thing but wealth is not exclusive to us there are still monarchies in the world and and they have wealth when they function very differently the unique property that we have is that mike has an opportunity to attain a different social different better options more leisure more accessibility and time to do things on his own through his own means he can participate he's found a path he is working towards it it's not easy it's not to say it's easy but the rewards are there for him if he makes correct decisions which is what happens when you play games now in a, in a monarchy the games are different right 
you can't, if you are a serf, how do you rise to become, I don't know, a courtesan? I don't know what the different case are. You know, do you join, do you, do you, do you, how do you join royalty? Or do you I feel like a... you're a butcher hacking apart history <laughs> really badly right now. You're just like, chop, chop, chop. Well, if you're a butcher in a, in a, in a, in a, uh, in a modern... In your case, like, say an untrained butcher. You just handed someone a knife and they're hacking at a court. Is this why he doesn't have any eggs? Uh, so, so, um... Yeah, Try to get back to what point you, you, you get what make. I'm saying. I'm just saying wealth is not exclusive to how we know it, right? We're talking very much in the context of how we know it. But it's important to understand that, like, in, in certain forms of government, like, the wealth is controlled by the state. Like, literally, right? Like, let's take feudal societies. I don't know. If that's what a monarchy is, it's like... like but I, that's, like, the state, and it's different. It's not really the state, because a state is a family. Like, they're the... It's a bit different. I mean, right. I, okay, I see what you're going. I want to come back to, like, my little story I was making up, because maybe it maybe helped clarify your point. Well, so just, say... So say this works out, and my and my son is like, hey, I, I maybe I'll go to university, but I have this like income because the amount of rental properties I have is very small. Like say they were paid off, he might make like you know say fifty thousand dollars a year. That's I think I think that's pretty good, pretty good living if you don't have to work. But by today's standards in this country, like that's a that's kind of an entry level university job, you know. Uh, and I'm like, I I make more than that when I work. I'm not working right now, but I could go to I could go and get a job and make more than that. A fair amount more, but for me, I would trade that for the fifty thousand dollars and choice, right? And, and so, to me, that seems like wealth. And we were getting into the context of this, and 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 it's more like choice. But then, say my son was like, "Great, I have these rental properties. Now I'll get a job and I'll buy ten more." And now, and now he ends up making he has this passive income of two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year by the time he dies. And then he has a kid who does the same. And then, and then eventually, and then it's like what Crofton was talking about that now it's blown out. It's just the end is to just get more and more. And then if you went back to the root of it, which was me, I would be like, what the fuck, people? It, the whole point was just to be able to enjoy your life, not to like yeah. amass massive amounts of quantities. And I feel like it, but it naturally gets out of control uh, because maybe if you're that. If you're my kid, born into somewhat a circumstances of wealth, you might just be like, well, why don't I just increase it, you know? But, and but, because maybe you can. And the, does it naturally lead to that? Isn't the theory that if we as individuals in our group don't have the opportunity to do that for ourselves, and that we're essentially we're beholden to the state or to royalty or to, then the only way to do that is through corruption. I mean, basically. Right, like if there's no option to work to partner, let's use the word part. Let's use corporate speak and to partner with other people within the community for the purpose of business, with the end goal to enrich yourself. But I'm sure you tell yourself and your clients, and I, I don't say that cynically, that you're providing a good life service for people. I mean, renting is important to people. It's their home. Like it's very important to people who rent that they feel safe and secure. This is an it was important to those orphans, that's for sure. <laughs> it's an important service that you're providing. So even though we're talking about you making money, you're providing a good service, uh, presumably. I'm sure you are, knowing you. But, you know, the point being that you have an opportunity to provide said service in order to accomplish your own goals, whatever they may be. And you partner with other people to do it. Like, you have that agency to do that. And I think they're... There are types of communities which have wealth who don't. Like if you were trying to accomplish the same goals for your son, Michael, and you were in a monarchy, you might want to, you know, become the mistress of a, of a prince or something like that, and and maybe receive, a, be bestowed with a better position. You can be like a courtesan. Like, I, like I'm thinking, and I know this isn't a good example, but like in Downton Abbey, uh, when Tom becomes a member of the family, but he's like some Irish guy, right? You know, like, but he marries. Spoilers, and it's not a great it's not a great example because the country's in flux in terms of its government in England. But still, he becomes really a person not. of means through marriage, effectively, right? And I would think that the way we know wealth is that you can attain it for yourself. And and and, and is that is that a good thing? Like, do we need to have that incentive for people to make to keep well, our I society think it's standing? A, it's, it's it's a it's a myth. Like not everyone, know? like that. It's a, it's a, the fundamental. Because um, you're engaged. Uh, in it, American is... dream is that you can become, uh, you can become wealthy. You know, that's right. everyone's kind of desire or goal. But it's not true. 
And, and if it was well, true, can, it, I think you can. Yeah. Yes, you can. Just like yes. you can get struck by lightning. Well, yeah. Well, or it'd be like I mean, the reality is, it's not you can. It's that some people can. You know, and it's like, uh, it's. It's sort of like I heard recently this someone there's this quote famous quote about capitalism it's like a rising tide floats all boats and then and then this person had put a tweak on it. it's like yeah that that's great if you own a boat and what if you don't know how to swim and it's kind of like that's the kind of actual reality so the wealth being like yeah if you own a boat then rising tide great uh, and I think that that it's like it's a it's a myth because it's kind of people do attain it wealth but like generally it's just held out there to kind of like the hope that keeps the bottom well, that's, you know that's where, churning that's where i would say we distinguish ourselves let's say as canadians versus even the american system which is we we oh, you don't have a boat let's build you a boat you don't have you don't know how to swim let's get your life jacket and a swim instructor like we have social programs no no is, no i i we're we're much more like the americans no, we're but not I'm saying, like what you just described there we don't have a healthcare system. We have very basic needs that are met. Yes, we have a okay, social system. So they don't meet net, your standards. I'm not, like, I'm not saying give me a bit of valuation, but we have social programs in place. We have social. We definitely, we definitely start if there is a ladder of wealth. We definitely, to Bo's point, we start at a higher foothold. I'm just than saying we don't leave there. people to drown in our country. That's not the yes, principles. All yes, that we, we the the the, the, the most vulnerable members of society are more well protected here, yes, but that doesn't sure. but they're not they're not wealthy by any means. Like No, because, but they likely have an easier access to education. Still not great, but then then Yeah, yeah. again it's not could. great. And again, like these are not really paths to wealth. Like no. that someone is able to get if you're a homeless person able to get health care, that's great. Uh, good luck becoming Donald Trump. It's not going to happen. But, you know, I, but that's the I, opposite I that, end of the conversation is that if you have wealthy, then what, you, what if you have haves and they're protected? What are we doing for the have nots? Like, how are we treating them? I, that, I'm getting to kind of like my I mean, I'm getting near my verdict here because. Yeah, I, I would I would very much like to move to verdicts. I feel like this is a dense topic and we're kind of like circling the drain. Away. Yeah, we we sort of we sort of are. Screw you guys. You're only saying that because I started talking a <laughs> No, 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 but no. I feel like we're just kind of churning through this, and it's kind of well, a messy no, but, one. Yeah, and in some I, ways, in some ways, it comes back to like um, uh, the whole. We, we spend a lot of time trying to messing around with the definition of this thing, and and I think for me, part of it is the fact that like what I would consider wealth, and I think some people in the chat were like, "Oh, I describe myself wealthy in these ways and in these ways." Uh, and I think that's that's the kind of right approach to be like, "Well, what is wealth, and what is wealth to you?" Uh, because I really think it is we it is attainable for everyone in society to be like wealthy, which is you know, and if you define that by being like you enjoy your life, you're you're healthy, you have enough food to eat, you have roof over your head, you have some some agency in the world and some choice, and everyone could have that. I'm like, yes, that's possible. Uh, I think so, but that's a definition of wealth which isn't the definition of wealth that we live by today. The definition of wealth today is like you have eight billion dollars. And you're making more. I was, That's hoping, I was hoping he was going to say eggs. I'm not going to Me too. I was really of, hoping. Perfect. Eggs and someone else got none. Yeah. Uh, you're, but I mean, you're but drowning in omelets. So, yeah. and again, as much as I would like the definition of wealth to be like, that basic thing of like you have some choice, whatever. That's not what it is. When we when we talk about the wealthy in our world, we're talking about Donald Trump. We're talking about Bill Gates. We're talking about. People who are uber rich, they're not the people that are just like, oh, yeah, hey, I don't have to work now. Maybe I'll just take it easy and live off my meager savings. If I'm making minimum, that's not I'm just going to say this again, and not to, you know, context is important, but if you're someone who's minimum wage and you're, you're looking at someone who's making 100 to 200 grand a year, which by your definition is not wealthy. You probably want to say, you know what, Mike, F you, because that's well, you know, like a lot of it has to do with context. And it's access, can, yeah. It's and we said that. Yeah. At just, the beginning. I, I just think for I, sure. I think it's important to, to acknowledge it. We can move. Into... Yeah. And I and I actually agree with that. I point out to all to, and I pointed this out constantly that I say to pretty much everyone who lives in Canada and a large portion of states are like the equivalent of the aristocrats. In like I tell all my friends, you're a rich person like I'm a rich person. He's you're really fun at parties. 
Yeah, I know. No one likes like, being quit told you're complaining rich. about your parking ticket, you but rich here, bastard. There are children dying in Africa. But, but Enjoy you know what? that hors d'oeuvre, you rich bastard. But, but here, like here, this is a salient point about this, which which is like comes back to to yeah. Bo's what Bo was just trying to make me feel bad about. Uh, people make, who make trying minimum to make you feel bad. I was just trying. No, to... but but let me, let me just finish because I think this is kind of an interesting point. Because I'll point out to to rich people like Crofton, and who doesn't like to hear that he's that he's rich, and I'm a rich person. Because I have a job when I work that I make like sixty five thousand a year, and my wife has a good job. It's great, you know. I, in the context of the world, we're rich people. And but you, but but the reason why it irks everyone that I tell to at dinner parties who never invite me back, uh, the reason I tell them that, but, but the reason it irks them is because they have a giant mortgage to pay. They gotta go to work. They don't necessarily love their jobs. And if they didn't have to, they might not do it. And again, that comes back to like, yes, they might have money, but they're not wealthy. Wealthy is that you have, a, you're sitting on a pile and you have choice. You say, what do I want to do? I'll start a business. I'll do whatever I, I want because that. that's I... the difference. And even if you make 200 grand a year, yeah. but you're, 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 you have to do it till you retire, it's mm -hmm. different than that's just a, sitting on a pile. To me, that's a clear distinction. And definitely, I agree with that. It's, again, it's accessibility, uh, choice. And I do, yeah. and, and, let, anyway, and I'm sorry, a, people who work 24-7 but don't have to, who choose to, that is that is your leisure. When it dovetails with what you love to do, it's different than someone that you described, which is if they, what happens if I don't work next week? Well, foreclose house, you know, bankruptcy, et cetera, et cetera. So. Uh, you both are competing for who can have the last word with the biggest red. Let's just do verdicts. That's Crofton's Agreed. sneaky way of getting the last word. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Crofton. I need some eggs. Order, I said. Order in the court. Order in the court. It's time for verdicts. Uh, who would like to to verdictize first? I'll go first because whatever. I haven't spoken Such for a while. Passion and, and enthusiasm. Uh, this is a complicated one, and and it's one that is very much based off of point of view. And we talked about context at the beginning, uh, about how you know, depending on where you are in the world, wealth means different things to you. Um, and uh, and and Mike closed off there talking about how everyone is in in our area is rich in that context, but not necessarily wealthy in that context. And I think it, it, that's worth, um, that's worth bearing in mind. So wealth has this aspirational quality to it in which like, you know, the, the lottery commercials run with the just imagine slogans or the freedom 55 with the idea that you're going to retire at 55 and, and, um, you, you, you will have the wealth to carry you through. Um, and it will allow you to do essentially what, what is um, an early retirement, it's more time to pursue your personal goals, your personal aspirations and not worry about uh, work. So do I want to be wealthy? Yes, absolutely I do. Do I want my family to be wealthy? Yes, absolutely I do. Do I want Mike and Bo to be wealthy? I don't know. Kind of depends. Uh, depends on the day how I'm it's feeling. Be like less right. wealthy than me. Yeah, less wealthy than me, obviously, dependent on my wealth. Um, but uh, – but definitely, um, so I, I, I am cognizant of that about myself, that I would like to be wealthy. Do I want to be super wealthy? Like, not really. And, and it just, I'm not just saying that. It's just like, I just don't know. Like, I guess I would just take a big chunk of money and give it to charity or give it to something. Like, at a certain point, like, I don't understand why you need all this crazy higher amount. And that's where where we see, and to Bo's point about the game of, of wealth and, and people playing it just to wealth, to have wealth and to be wealthy and to be aristocratic and that sort of thing. That's really negative. It's, it, I, I see no upside to that. And, and, uh, and so because of recognizing the negative attributes of, of the chase for wealth, what it can do to people recognizing, um, uh, my own interests in, in in being personally wealthy in the current system. I can't go out and say wealth is as bad, although I'm leaning negatively towards it. I'm just going to go and say that in the, um, the the concept of wealth in general, as well as being wealthy, is is a bullshit concept. So bullshit. I'll I'll go next because I feel like I kind of 
I, I, will, I will echo a lot of what Crofton says. I kind of agree with pretty much exactly how he laid it off. Um, but I, I, I think I'd go. The one thing I'd add is, um, for for me, it's like it's like dealing with the current definition of wealth. And I, again, when I think of the, you know, just think of lifestyles of the rich and famous, that kind of thing. And I, that's when I think of wealth, like mansions and riches. And I'm like, for that stuff, for me, is wholly bad. Like when when you want that much, and 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 worse off, that much more than everyone else that I just, I can't see that as anything but bad. And for me, uh, we talked a lot about the definitions of wealth and I really think they are malleable. And, and the little asterisk here was to focus on financial monetary. And I think living in the real world, we focused on what it is, what it is in today. But I really would, would love to see that definition shift to, to one that's more plural and that everyone really could be wealthy uh, if we, you know, it's not everyone living in a mansion and driving a Lamborghini. That's impossible. Like not everyone can have that much resources devoted to them. It's impossible, but certainly everyone could be happy, healthy, have choice, enjoy their lives, feel safe and secure. And if that's how we define wealth, I feel everyone could be wealthy, but in the current context, like, so and even though like Crofton, I'm kind of a little bit in the games that I'm trying to acquire wealth maybe for for the next gen- generation of my family to have it better than I did. I'm in that game, uh, and so I'm kind of complicit in the current system, but I would give it up in a heartbeat if it may, if there was a, an option for a better system for all. I would, like, cash out of it, because I might stand to do well if I keep doing this, but I would personally would rather a different definition of wealth that benefited more than, than personally do well in the current system as it is, because I feel like it's that negative as a whole. So I'm going to say... Wealth is bad. I really irks me. But I think I'm not far off from Crofton, actually. But I just it tweaks me, so I had to go full bad. All right. So uh, good verdicts. Interesting ideas. Um, I liked all of it. I, I've got a little bit of a different take. I can't get my mind off the fact that, and I think this resonates to everyone that there is no wealth without the initial labor associated with generating wealth in any given system that it's like it's like the icing on a cake and there's always more cake and not a lot of icing that's always how cakes are made they're also made with eggs um (laughs) there it is (laughs) you're welcome um so so the point being is that to me it sort of stands to reason that even if you take money out of it because money is just a representation of good services labor and translate it into such that you know that on some level a lot of it has to be expended to produce a little which is then hoarded by a small percentage of a given group so so basically if no one gets up and hunts and no one goes and picks bananas and puts them in a basket there's nobody with an abundance of of resources in a given system whether you make people pay taxes in your feudal society or you provide them with a game to play in a capitalist society there's all, there are always a lot of individuals doing the work, and without that work, there is no wealth in a community. It just doesn't happen because the wealth is generated from the work for the most part or from assignment of property, which is effectively the same thing. So, so the point being that what we're trying to do right now, I think, given our sensibilities, is we, we mentioned robots on the show. Robots are real cool. And one of the things... We know on some level that this is true, that someone's got to suffer. We got to have slaves if we're going to, you know, get free labor and all become wealthy and live off of it. Or we got to have serfs or we got to exploit people. Now we're doing the great big democratic experiment where we give everyone agency within the group. And certain everyone has a chance to be the best. But as Mike pointed out, not everyone will, will, will get, have a nice boat. And, and so it seems to me it's always inherently unfair. And I think the great big deal with robots is that, yeah, we can all finally be wealthy because we can make slaves of things that don't have souls or are sentient or um, affect our sensibilities that we might be perceived to be hurting people or other species or anything. Robots, none of that. And, and to me, that says something about our conscience about wealth in that it's inherently bad and we don't know how to fix it. We don't know how to fix it. In any given. We don't know how to get rid of the accumulation of an unjust amount of resources for power or for fun or for whatever the reason being 
So it's almost a little bit like it, it's 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 a principle that's difficult to escape. Um, but it seems to me that it affects us. It affects us negatively. I feel like you're deep in a labyrinth right here, Bo. And you're I am, like, but I don't I, know I'm finding my way. I have, I have my, um, I have my sword, my my elephant sword that glows blue when I'm getting close to the truth of the matter. And let me tell you, Must be, is it red right now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're that close to the truth. I, 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 I'm very I'm close, sir. I interrupted him. I, I was going to see how far he was going to go. I'm, I'm very let's... close, sir. And and so it's interesting because if we do get robots to, to take care of and make us all wealthy, doesn't that make wealth good? Doesn't it make wealth good? I believe in robots. I think wealth Again, is you, good. Again, so what you said, so in a theoretical society where so robots... Wait. Not theoretical. Not the original. Did he just get his verdict? I did. Because you guys were you guys are rushing me, so fine fine, let me be succinct here. <laughs> we are trying to solve the problem of wealth. We're trying to assuage your conscience because of wealth. We're trying to build robots with the hopes that they can take all of our shitty jobs so we don't have to have slaves, serfs, or any other people beneath us, and that we can all live a life of leisure while Robot McRobot picks the bananas, gives it to me, and clips my toenails and you know, provides me with a happy life. And I don't have to feel bad that I'm making a slave do it or indentured servant do it. So, so okay. that means it's got to be worth – if it's worth all of this effort, it's got to mean it's a good thing. It's just shitty to do to one another. So I'm going to so say – wealth is good. Wealth is good. Is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it's it. It's funny. Do it, boys. <laughs> wealth is good. I'm the exactly, bad guy. But you think wealth is good. Okay. One thing I find funny is every once in a while there's a t- – like once we let Bo go last – which is always a mistake. Um, but w- w- when we let go Bogo last and we've gone like the, Man, you know, the my two of the good. Th- Screw you guys. Two, two of the three verdicts. It's like it's... letting a wild animal go in like a mall or something. No, it's but we've done, Screw you guys. We've my done verdict the two was, that verdicts, was the best like verdict bullshit I've given. and bad. It's just interesting watching him do calisthenics to contort himself into the third verdict. Even if it doesn't match anything that he said, he's like, I must say it's good. We must have the full spread. How am I going to do this? I know robots. Life life is full of things that don't add up. Life is. I did feel like you contorted some definitions to to suit a verdict. See, see, when the Native Americans saw boats for the first time, they didn't see boats. They didn't understand what they were seeing at first. I think that's how you're looking at my verdict. I think that's how you're looking at my – you're just – I don't – it looks contorted to me. I can't perceive it because I've never perceived such a thing No, I just feel like instead of – Instead of dealing with the definition or, or looking at what wealth is today, you said in a theoretical society where robots provide us with free wealth in that context is good. And I was like, yes, if, if I were to be like in a utopia where everyone is wealthy and yet no one is exploiting anyone else, I'd be like, sure, it's good. That's just not what it is today. That's why I'm... I'm all right, the all right, point is, is that we're expending enough energy in that direction that it must be worth okay, doing. Okay, Crofton needs to tell people how to if you defund guys, our show. If you <laughs> listeners want to send us your crazy rants, now you know that we endorse them. Uh, you can by sending us long emails, goodbadbull at gmail.com. And honestly, we want to hear from you on all the topics. Uh, often they're they're complex like this one. Sometimes they're they're simpler. We wanna we wanna know what people's verdicts are and what their thoughts are on the topics. And uh, if you if you're okay with us reading them out on the show, we'd let us know because we we love to do that as well. So uh goodbadbull.com it's a website you can find all our old shows there we got almost at 190 um itunes stitcher google play you can find the show there please give us a review maybe nice little comment five stars crafting the best love eggs xoxo um you can also find us on twitter at goodbadbull where our default picture is not the twitter egg we actually have a a photo of uh the gbb stuff and uh, we got a Facebook page slash Good Bad Bull, and of course we're individuals of an individual nature. Um, so where can uh, where can we be reached? So drawing way back to the beginning of this, Subway Mike Hodgins, where can people reach you? They can find me on the Twitter at ML Hodgins, and apparently uh, I made a tweet not that long ago. Bo told me about it. I forgot that I had tweeted it. So yeah, go check it out about maple syrup. Also, somebody way more active on the at Twitter, 
is uh, is uh, KFC himself, Bo Schwartz. Bo, where can uh, people all reach right, you? Guys, you can you can find me on 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 Twitter at Bo Schwartz, talking about Heroes of the Storm and Tasty Chicken. Um, and don't forget our you can... plug Patreon. Don't forget our Patreon. Patreon, we yeah, we love our listeners, our Patreon uh, donators and stuff. You can go to patreon.com slash goodbadbull. Please uh, show us your support if you love the show. We love we like really hashtag uh, hashtag make bull wealthy. Appreciate it. Yeah, make us make us wealthy. And you can follow me uh, at Croft and Steers, you know. Or I'll be making omelets and live streaming it because I'm really now quite hungry for eggs. And we want to thank the uh, people who are currently our patrons. I want to thank them. Crofton doesn't. He just wants you to make I did well. thank them. You did? Yes. I just know. like two seconds ago. <laughs> Oops. I'm the best host. Um, so, gentlemen, <laughs> bringing, that, bringing that all back, do you think that this conversation was redundant with any of our previous conversations on like capitalism, money, or all this? Or did Some, you feel... I think it was somewhat redundant. Um, I'm mostly focused on wanting to give Bo a Shawinigan handshake right now. <laughs> which is, which sounds, is uh, some no, not much sexual, context though. for it. Uh, Throttle! But, uh, <laughs> Just Google it. Shawinigan, how right. it sounds. Handshake. Now, now, and you'll see what I want to do to Bo. I, okay. <laughs> sounds dirty, Mike. <laughs> so, so this show actually made me realize a good topic for us, to, if we wanted to do a not random topic, would be eggs. Like, I think we could do a show on eggs because I think people have some serious issue with eating chicken fetuses and stuff. I think... I feel like at this point, Bo's not... Remember I made the analogy of him butchering an animal <laughs> without knowing what to do? But now he's like trying to cut a... He's like, he's just got like a piece of wood and he's just beating something. Hey man, conversation is the foundation Why won't it of, come apart? Conversation is the foundation of higher thought. We're all here to hear each other's ideas and think about how they inspire one another. Even if maybe you don't you can't see it looks like contortion yeah. to you yeah. it's it's funny it's too bad Thanks. the topic was in euthanasia today because it feels like Bo's trying to kill us <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at my own joke yeah. okay <laughs> you're really yeah you're hosting you're supposed to as a host of this week's we're done. episode oh, I'm sure we're done you would have to... faded out somewhere in here right like Right? You can I guess I have to now because you broke the fourth wall. So no, 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 no. Look, here's the deal. Bo, future Bo, who's doing the editing of this show, you can fade out, like, now. There. See, I gave it to you. I gave it to you. You're maybe always by, asking for a perfect moment. Maybe by the time uh, the Bogos do the show, it'll be a robot doing it. Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.